This is C.J. Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I'd like to talk about holiday stress and emotional mess, because this time of year is in many ways the most wonderful time, but it can also be hard, trying, expensive, and full of unrealistic expectations, like a house perfectly decorated, filled with festive smells of cookies, cinnamon, and pine, family gatherings peopled by good-looking relatives around impressive Martha Stewart trees, who not only have their acts together, but get along with and appreciate each other, too. These scripted and often unobtainable memes mesmerized with their Instagram-worthy images, serving up guilt when we don't, won't, or can't achieve them, reminding us all that we aren't good enough to win Christmas no matter how much debt we load onto our credit cards. I mean, we're under so much pressure to at least try to make merry that we will spend hundreds, even thousands, for things bought while under the gun of December 24th deadline. We'll wrap it all in haste at 2 a.m., just hours before the kids wake up, and as Christmas morning dawns, we'll try to remember just what it was we bought, thinking we'd trade it all for a few more hours of sleep. Now, perhaps I exaggerate a bit. Many of us can't wait for Christmas, and I'm known to be one of them. But I am also aware that the season of goodwill is often celebrated in mindless commercialism and obligatory gift-giving, where sometimes the feelings are not so much jolly as they are jealous or resentful, and where over eggnog, stressful family dramas get replayed none of which is what the holidays are supposed to be about. But how do we fix it? Well, one thing I'm doing is dialing back on the gifts, concentrating on quality over quantity, and no longer buying things just to have things to hand over. And then there's no obligation, like having to wear that strange Christmas sweater when Karen's around. Nothing to return, like trying to figure out if the store will take Karen's strange sweater back. And nothing to re-gift, like the strange sweater the store wouldn't take back. And then... Come January, I won't have to pay for all those things I've already forgotten I bought. But the relatives? Well, that's tricky. I am grateful for my family, and also, some of them can be sometimes kind of awful. It's really a crapshoot. Sometimes we have the best time, and sometimes we don't. This creates a roller coaster ride I used to voluntarily get on each time we got together. But that ride doesn't make me happy, and while the drama of it all has at times been intoxicating, like any bad drug, it has taken its toll, and this year, I'm opting out. I got this idea last week when I remembered this movie from the 1980s, War Games. After erroneously hacking into the defense computer to play these so-called games, a computer geek learns that the only way to win games like these is not to play. He then teaches this idea to the war game's computer, who stands down, thus narrowly averting nuclear war. Remembering this was an epiphany. Of course! The only way to win the family drama roller coaster game is simply not to play, because the moment we engage, we lose. This is an example of anti-game theory, which when successfully utilized, first recognizes what kind of game is being played, and then sidesteps loss by avoiding the games that can't be won. Another genius hacker, of human behavior, not computers, and from further back than the 1980s, who is in fact the founder of the holiday season, has been preaching anti-game theory for over 2,000 years. When Jesus said, be in this world and not of it, he was literally telling us not to play the subtly twisted anti-games the world presents. And when he said, forgive them for they know not what they do, he advised compassion to those still trapped in those dramas, literally held prisoner by worn out old behavioral patterns and programs. And that's kind of something, isn't it? 
From the guy who started the whole holiday season comes some of the best advice for not only enjoying the season created in his name, but, like the hacker who taught the computer to stop a nuclear war, it helps others to learn how to have a merry little Christmas, too. For Esoterica, this is CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.